Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. I can feel a different atmosphere in here. I don't know exactly what that is, <laughs> but I can feel a different atmosphere in here. If you have your Bibles, open up to Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter 1, we're going to read verses 2, and then we're going to jump down to 20 through 26. Amen. And we'll... we'll the media team will get all this lined out later on down the road. But how many, I'm thankful that they've got it as far as what they did today. That's a lot to it. I don't know how to do all that. I thank God for the media team and all their hard work. So, y'all know I have the tendency to preach sometimes when I read the scriptures, and I don't want you to stand all night. We've got a few to read tonight. So, I'm going to have Brother Jay to read verse number 2, and then we're going to jump down to 20 through 26. Until the day in which he was taken up, after that he, through the Holy Ghost, had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen. Everybody say chosen. Hang on, let me back up a minute. <laughs> Lord, I, I tried to get out of preaching there. He let him read, and I still, that who had chosen? He had chosen. Jesus had chosen. For it is written in the book of Psalms, Let his habitation be desolate, and let no man dwell therein. His bishopric let another take. Let me, I'm sorry. He's talking about Jude. I mean, Judas. He's talking about Judas who had had killed himself because he felt so bad about betraying Jesus Christ. Go ahead, brother. I'm trying to stay out of this. Wherefore, of these men which have companied with us all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning from the baptism of John unto the same day that he was taken up from us, must one be ordained to be a witness with us of his resurrection. And they appointed two, Joseph hang called hang Barsabbas. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hit the brakes. And who did? They did. Now, God had chosen somebody, but now here they are choosing somebody. And they appointed two, Joseph called Barsabbas, who was surnamed Justice and Matthias. And they prayed and said, Thou, Lord, which knowest the hearts of men, show whether of these two thou hast chosen. And he may take part of this ministry and apostleship, from which Judas by transgression fell, that he might go to his own place. And they gave forth their lots, and the lot fell upon Matthias, and he was numbered of the eleven apostles. Father, we come before you right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord. We thank you for the ability, God, to be here 
in the freedom that you have given us here in the United States of America. Father, we ask you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, to give us an ear to hear what the Spirit has to say, O God. And Lord, I ask you, Lord, to give us eyes to see with understanding tonight, Father. Father, I ask you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, to possess this vessel with your Spirit. Speak what you want spoken in the way that you'd have it to be spoken. Father, I look to you tonight, the author and the finish from faith, and Lord, we give you the glory, the honor, and the praise, God. I, I know, oh Lord, that you have instruction for us tonight, and for that, Lord, we praise you. I know, God, that you have what we need, and I know, God, as they had said in this verse, Lord, in these verses, that you know the heart of man. So, Lord, I ask you, Lord, to open up our heart, speak to us tonight, God. Lord, instruct us and help us to be doers of your word tonight and not hearers only, and we'll give you the glory, the honor, and the praise in the mighty name of Jesus and all God's children said. Amen. The title of my message tonight is Changing Our Choices. You'll get it in a minute. Changing Our Choices. I'm not, I'm, I, I just feel something different in here tonight. I'm not going to scream and shout, I don't think. Yeah, that's pretty unusual on a Sunday. Changing Our Choices. I want you to understand here in this text that we all know that Jesus chose 12 disciples. Everybody say 12. He chose 12 disciples, amen, to follow after him. And those 12 disciples, he kept very close to him. Those 12 disciples, amen, they, they got some insight on things on, that Jesus had said and done that everybody else didn't get. Come on, let's be real. Amen. He take them off to the side and explain things with a little bit more detail than the rest. There was many disciples, amen, who followed after Jesus, but those 12 was a particular people who God had specifically chosen, amen, to bring forth the gospel of Jesus Christ after his death, burial, and resurrection. How many knows what I'm talking about? And, and at this time in Acts chapter 1, we, we find that Jesus has already, amen, been crucified on the cross and he had already proven himself, amen, to many people throughout Jerusalem, amen, many times for 40 days he had appeared, amen, and to the disciples and, and still taught them. He, he walked through a wall and said, here's my hands. He, he thrust your fist into my side. I mean, he was proven to them that I am still Jesus and I, I am still Lord. Lord, I am that I am, amen, and I, I'm still the beginning and I'm still the end, I, amen, just because they think that they killed me, amen, I understand that a grain of corn must fall to the ground except it die, it abideth alone. But here we find in this text it said that God had chosen, everybody say chosen, Twelve disciples, praise the Lord. I like that. And God had chosen twelve disciples, amen, but there was one by the name of Judas, and I want you to understand this. Can I just talk to you a little bit tonight? There was one by the man, uh, the name of Judas, who Jesus knew would not finish his course with integrity. But he still chose him. He still chose him because he still had 
had a purpose. I want you to understand that every human being has a purpose. I want you to understand that everybody that is breathing this air has a purpose to play here in this world. Some good, some bad. It's just the truth. You can like it, don't like it, agree with it, don't agree with it, but how many knows in Romans chapter 9 it tells us that. Come on, somebody. So I want you to understand that Judas had his purpose. Can you say amen? So here Judas, amen, he betrayed Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. Amen. And and, and how many knows sometimes... uh, Look at somebody and say, sometimes we make bad choices. How many knows? Don't look too long at them because they'll think you're talking about them. Lord have mercy. Help me, Jesus. I want you to understand tonight that sometimes we make bad choices, don't we? Come on. Sometimes we make bad choices because of what we see with our eyes, not knowing the heart of what man is sometimes. Sometimes I'm going to get ahead of myself if I ain't careful. Sometimes we, we make choices upon what we see instead of what God has placed in us instead of praying and waiting on God's choice. I'm going to say that again. Instead of praying and waiting on God's choice. I'm going to say it one more time. Instead of praying and waiting on God's choice, we decide so many times to take things in our own hands. God, come on, don't shut me down when I'm preaching. Good, I know I ain't screaming, but I'm preaching to you. Amen. And, and, and this is where we find, amen, that Judas, amen. And, but they, they said, well, they said that the disciples said, well, it's written in the book of Psalms uh, that we got to appoint somebody that God, God is going to appoint somebody to take his place. But they said, let's look out here and see who we got. Oh, I'm preaching. They looked out and said, let's see. Let's choose, let's choose uh, uh, what was his name? Je- Je- uh, not Mathis, but the other one. Uh, oh, Lord have mercy. Yeah, but it, what was his surname? Joe, Joe Sabbath, Bar Sabbath, that, there it is. Whew, Lord have mercy, help me Jesus. So anyhow, let me break it on down. So they decided, hey, let's look out here. They was, uh, they was 120 probably around there at least because they 120 went to the upper room. So they looked at around 120 people, but if you search history, there was about 500 there. And they looked at about 500 people, 120, whatever you want to say. Amen. They looked out amongst the crowd. How's that? And they said, let me choose two people. Let me choose. Let me choose two people. And they chose two people out of the whole crowd. And then they brought them, amen, into the, and they said, now, God, you choose out of these two. I'm preaching to you. Amen. 
Sometimes we make bad choices. Sometimes we make choices, amen, instead of praying and asking God to do what God needs to do, we just go ahead and try to help him out. No, come on now. I'm not, no, y'all can amen me. It'll be all right. How uh, many knows what I'm talking about? So they chose out two people, and then they said, okay, okay, God, now you choose out these two. Because, you know, we know best. We know what we're doing. You choose out these two. And they cast lots. Amen. A little gambling going on there. And they, and they cast lots. I didn't mean nothing by that. And they cast lots. And it falls on Mathis. They said, okay, he's the one. Praise the Lord. We got a new disciple. God said, we'd, God said he was going to put somebody in there, so let's just put him in there. And we never hear his name is never mentioned again. Why? Because he wasn't God's chosen. He's never talked about again. He didn't do nothing. He, he sat on a pew in the church. Man, I come right out. I don't know. He didn't do nothing. Why? Because he wasn't God's chosen. You know, God will let you choose. I said, God will let you choose. See, there's a, there's a, in the beginning of the time when God created all things, He, he created the animals, He, he created the, the fowls of the air, He created the fish of the sea. Amen. But He didn't give them what He gave up. He gave us a thing we call will. Let me break down the will. Let me break it down, will. Let me break down the will. The will of man is the ability to choose. See, an animal doesn't have the ability to choose. It has instinct. When a fish lays eggs and the eggs hatch, the fish swim. Instinct. Have you ever seen a wasp nest? They all look the same. They all, every wasp built the nest the same way. Some might be bigger, some might be smaller, but they all construct it the same way. Why? Because it is instinct. They don't have choice. Every other creature that God made has instinct and not will. But we have willpower. We have the ability to choose whether it be right choices or whether it be wrong choices, bless the Lord, we got the ability to choose because God had created man with the ability, with the will of mankind. Now, now you're with me. So, so, so man has the ability to choose a man. So, so we find ourselves here, and they, they, they find two out of however many the crowd was, and they chose two. They chose two. And then they said, now, God, you choose out of these two. And so many times we put people in position before we pray and say, God, who do you choose? And he might choose somebody that ain't even in this church to do something in the church. 
Can I break it on down? Uh, uh, because see what, what the problem is, they had chosen Matthias. But God had chosen Saul. They had chosen Matthias, but what they didn't know, God was preparing Saul. Saul was God's chosen. I mean, it's perfect evidence. He wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. He said on the road to Damascus, Paul, I have chosen you. Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? So, so sometimes we get ahead of God. A lot of times, come on, can we be real? It can, am I talking to anybody? A lot of times we get ahead of God and we make choices and then later down the road we say, boy, that didn't work out very well. God, I, why'd you do that? God didn't do it. You did it. We know how things work together for the good. Everything works out for a reason. Yeah, sometimes the reason is you've done something stupid. And some stuff starts happening in your life and you start trying to blame God. Hello. Come on, somebody. Oh, I'm talking to you tonight. I want you to understand, amen, that God's chosen was Saul. How many knows what I'm saying? On down the road, how many knows that Saul was chosen, amen, to take the gospel? Come on, somebody. And we call him the greatest apostle of all times. Why? Because he was God's chosen. He was God's chosen. We don't hear Matthew's name again. Why? Because he wasn't God's chosen. He was choosing out of your mess. He was doing what, he asked, what you asked him to do. Sometimes we ask him to do crazy stuff, don't we? Come on, and sometimes you give it to us. Let me break that on down for you. Can I? Can I? Now, now there I was talking about Apostle Paul, but we got to talk about King Saul. Hello? We got to talk about King Saul because the people wanted a king. The people wanted to choose them a king. The people didn't want what God wanted. God wanted a prophet, a judge, set up over top of the nation. God wanted to be the judge. And they said, we don't want God, we want a human. We don't want somebody to tell us what to do. And God's response was, he's still going to tell you what to do. You'll always have somebody over top of you, somebody in authority over you, and that is something that mankind needs to learn. There's a boss that's over top of you. There's somebody always going to be over top of you. But we want it our way, you know, like Burger King. You know what I'm saying? And, and, uh, and then bless the Lord. And it's all said, you know, he's going to take your land. He gonna he don't take he make your servants. He's gonna take your children. He's gonna do and they're like I don't, I don't care. Bless the Lord. Have you ever started to make a stupid decision? <laughs> Boy, I see some eyes go. <gasps> Have you ever started to make a stupid decision and the Holy Ghost starts telling you what's gonna happen down the road and you still do it? 
Oh, come on. Am I in here by myself or am I talking to anybody? Uh, and you still do it knowing it's a stupid decision. Oh, yeah. Y'all just keep it to yourself. It's okay. I act like I don't know I'm talking to y'all. And, you know, the Holy Ghost saying, don't you do that, don't you do that, don't you do that. And you just go ahead and do it. And then later on down the road, it's just a mess. And you're like, yeah. Why didn't I listen? Can I get a... Uh, well, but, but, but why didn't I listen to the Holy Ghost? Why didn't I listen to that voice that was telling me not to do that, not to act like that? Why, why didn't I listen? Uh, come on, somebody. We've all been there. Come on, be honest. We've all been there. Uh, and we, they, God says, okay, that's what they want. Let's go ahead and give them a king. But what they didn't know is God was just like they wanted Matthias. God was raising Saul. They wanted Saul, King Saul, later on, and God was raising David. But we didn't want David because he's a little boy. We didn't want David because he smelled like sheep. Come on, somebody. We didn't want David because we're looking through our eyes. Hey, man, King Saul, he's a big, you know, Right there, that's got to be him. That's got to be him. I mean, look at the brother back there. Let him stand up. And, you know what I'm saying? That's got to be him. I mean, it's not going to be this fella. But how many knows that we make choices sometimes because of what we see? Instead of listening to the Spirit of God. We must change the way we make our choices. We must change the way we make our choices through prayer and through fasting and through seeking God. And don't make a move until you hear from God. No, 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 no. When I say don't make a move until you hear from God, I didn't say hear from your heart, hear from your feelings. Let me break it on down for you a minute. Man, let me talk to the men for a minute. All right. Y'all just, everybody, don't, don't look at your wives. Don't look at nobody. Just look this way so you don't get in trouble. Oh, you you praying for a wife. Come on, somebody. You praying for a wife, and you see bubblicious out there. You know what I'm saying? And, and she just makes your mouth water. I am who I am. And boy, you, woo, she looking fine. Think I'm gonna marry that woman. And then on down the road, man, marriage goes good, you know what I'm saying? On down the road, you wake up, you think, who in the world? What did I do? I should have I should have seen how hateful she was, but I couldn't see past the bubblicious. Come on, somebody. I mean, she was mean, but I, oh, she looked good. Don't y'all shut me down. Y'all just men. Y'all just face this way. Come on, man. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to add, don't raise your hands, guys. Don't. Uh, I mean, <laughs> but it's the truth. 
I'm just bringing it home to where you can understand what I'm saying. And we choose what we want because we like what we see instead of what we know what's right. going to be a long ride back to Huntington. <laughs> but, but how many, how many knows what I'm talking about? And next thing you know, man, you just find yourself in a world of mess. Huh? Because you, while you was praying, you know, you know, the Holy Ghost was trying to tell you, look how hateful she is. But you know, you 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 want to justify it and call it God, and you say, "Well, her name's got the same amount of letters as my name." <laughs> you know, we'll find anything to make it. Oh, that's got to be God. You know, her name's the same name as my great 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 grandmother's sister's aunt's daughter. So it's got to be. What? Come can we be real? Don't come on, somebody. I've heard some of the stupidest reasons. Well, I'm going to do this because, look, this is what happened, and it's got to be God. And I'm thinking, are you asleep? <laughs> now, women don't think y'all getting off the hook. I mean, y'all look at that man, and he's fine as flour. You know what I mean? I mean he's he's I mean he's a he's the stud muffin. You know, he's he's the stud muffin and he is fine as flour, man. And whoo! I don't mind that he, he hits me when I get home. I don't mind that he's abusive to me with his voice. I don't mind that he cusses me. I don't mind because whoo, he's a stud. He bad boy to the bone. Oh, come on now, women. I'll get more amens out of men because Abe was being honest. How many knows what I'm... A little bit too honest. No, I'm just kidding. But we do. We make choices and we try to justify it with some of the craziest reasons. Well, it has to be the Lord because, you know... He got blue eyes and I got blue eyes. It has to be the Lord because he got the same name as Pappy's Pappy's brother's cousin's uncle. That's right. <laughs> Jacob's sitting there like. <laughs> he's, see, he's seen it. How many of y'all have heard some crazy stuff like that? Come on, somebody. Can, I, can, we, can we get a hand raising? How many seen some crazy? Well, it's got to be the Lord cause. And it's some of the stupidest things. We'll try to justify it because we'll, th that's what we want. Come on, somebody. You know, God, but the whole time God's saying, he's going to take your land. He's going to take your children. He's going to abuse you verbally. He's going to abuse you in every way. He's not the man for you. He's not the woman for you. He's not, amen, come on, somebody, amen. And we sit there and we override the Holy Spirit. And then a few years later, 
You think, what? Now, don't y'all, don't, don't, don't want nobody go out here and get a divorce or nothing. But then a few years later, we, we think, oh, what in the world have I done? And then you start remembering the signs. Come on, am I talking to you, man? When you were dating, you think, boy, I should have paid more attention to that. Huh? Come on, somebody. Well, I'm getting all kind of people in trouble in here tonight, ain't I? Maybe I better get off of that. How many knows what I'm saying? But how many knows that that's what they did? Amen. And that's what we do still today. How many knows that God had the right man for the right job, and his name was David? He didn't look the part. I mean, little red-headed, freckled-faced little boy playing a harp out in the field. Yeah, he's going to be a warrior. Come on, we go off of what we see. Come on, somebody. But God goes off of what's on the inside of a man. And if we could learn to pray, God, give me your eyes. God, give me your hearing. God, allow me to see your wisdom, your knowledge. God, lead me and guide me, God. Lord, I don't want to do nothing without hearing right from you. Now, I ain't talking about some some uh, uh, parking lot prophet out there that's telling you something outside the church that he's afraid to in the church. How many knows what I'm talking about? I'm talking about hearing straight from God. How many knows that God will speak the same thing to somebody that he spoke to you? If somebody prophesies to you, amen, and it's not something that God has already spoken to you, out of somebody else, to you, out of your spirit, leave it alone. Put it on a shelf. If it comes to pass, praise the Lord. If it doesn't, praise the Lord. Because there's false prophets. Hey, people out there, they act like they got all the gifts of God. They, they act like they got discernment. Like, Bless the Lord. I got discernment. And I'm thinking, you sitting there lying to yourself. Come to church every three months. and I'm going to leave that alone. How many knows what I'm talking about? Y- y'all seen them, right? Y'all seen them. Just, you know, and, 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 then, and then you got those that just imitate somebody else. Speak out of their own heart. Come on, somebody. And we make bad choices so many times because we're not seeking the voice of the Lord. Can I get an amen? So we need to change our choices. By that, what I mean is we need to change how we make our choices. Never make a move without praying, seeking God. Cam was talking about it this morning. How many knows what I'm talking about? Never make a choice without God's confirmation, God's stamp of approval upon it. Never make a choice. Come on, somebody. Now, I ain't talking about where you're going to go eat. But y'all understand what I'm talking about. And And I think, you know, they chose Saul... But God had chose David. Just like they had chose Matthias, but God had chose Saul. Can you see what I'm saying? So many times we want what we want. Come on, somebody. So many times we want what we want. Can I go a little further? I'm going to just get up in your business. 
I'm going to get in your business. Well, bless the Lord. Don't matter where you go to church. The devil is a liar. Come on, somebody. Well, bless the Lord. It doesn't matter where you go to church. Yes, it does. It doesn't matter who preaches. Yes, it does. It doesn't matter who sings. Yes, it does. It doesn't matter who does this or does that in the church. Yes, it does. Do not just fill a position because the position is empty because God will bring in the right person. Amen. If you'll wait and you'll pray and you'll seek God's face, he'll bring in the right man for the right job at the right time. Can you say amen? But we look out amongst the crowd and we decide we're going to do this and we're going to do that and we'll just, and then we'll justify it by some means. You know, most of the time it's because it's our buddy. Come on, it's the truth. Most of the time it's because we like somebody. Or, come on, somebody. And, we're, and we'll, we'll choose a church because, oh my God, yes, Lord, I, you know I will. Yeah, we'll choose a church just because it's our family church. We'll, we'll choose a church just because, you know, it's got the right programs in it. We'll, we'll choose a church because it makes me feel good. Uh, we'll choose a church, amen, because it's a large church. Or, or we'll choose a church because it's a little church. Or we'll choose a church for whatever reason it is. And, and we'll go to a certain church. And sometimes, amen, that men of God, uh, amen, who is seeking God, still doesn't understand the will of God. Okay, let me break that down for you. Thank you, Lord. It come out my mouth. I didn't know what I was saying. Samuel, who was a prophet, went down to Jesse's house because God had spoke to him to anoint the next king of Israel. And being the prophet of God who hears from God, who hears from God, seen David's big brother stepped up and thought, Boy, he's the man. That's got to be him right there. That's got, I mean, look at the size of that dude. He's a head taller than everybody. That's got to be him. And God said, your ways ain't my ways, and your thoughts ain't my thoughts. And he's not it. But how many knows that if he hadn't heard that? <laughs> Come on, somebody. How many knows that if he had not heard that and obeyed that? Now, he could have still chose he could have chose and that would have been a bad choice and Israel would have been in trouble come on somebody because they'd already chose one one man <laughs> thank you Holy Ghost for shutting my mouth they'd already chose one man for the job that wasn't the right man for the job and his name was Saul Saul looked like the warrior he looked the part he was a big guy he he could handle it man I mean he was a he was a good guy but but when Goliath came up The heart showed up. I mean, knows when your giant gets in your life, your giant gets in your marriage. Oh, I just said that. Your giant gets inside of the church house. Your giant, yeah, people's heart began to show up. I don't care what kind of suit they got on or what kind of suit they don't have on. Come on, somebody. How many knows in trouble times is when you start seeing the true heart? 
When times is, and let me talk to y'all married couple of men. When times is hard, that's when you'll see who your spouse is. I know, I know y'all can't say amen because you're sitting with them. But I should have known she would, brother. I should have known. I should have known. I should have known. But it's when troubled times, amen, when Saul was in trouble, they seen his heart. and He was, you know, what we call a little chicken. He just hiding. was afraid. Well, a little boy, a little boy, a little boy with the heart to chase God. He said, I can do it. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that challenges my God? See, the heart of David was revealed just like the heart of Saul was revealed. It's in times of trouble you'll see the heart. Come on, somebody. It's in times of trouble the heart will be made manifest. Amen. And you'll see past the outward appearance. Okay, let me just break it on down make it a little bit more real for you. You know, you always arguing. I don't care who you are. Whether you're arguing with your brother or you're arguing with your wife or you're arguing with your husband, cousin, whatever. You know, you just arguing and they say something that just tears you up. They know the button to push, don't they? I mean, it's a big red one. They just, I know this will make them mad, bless the Lord. They done made me mad. And then an hour later, I didn't mean it, honey. No, that was what was in there. And I ain't trying to get nobody in trouble. Boy, I know I'm just getting in some stuff. Huh? But it, that's, that's what was in there. And in the troubled times, it revealed itself. Ah, this will help you. Don't, 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 this will help you if you listen to me. This will help you. Amen. This will help you if you listen to me. How many knows what I'm talking about? It's in the troubled times that, that, that we find out, boy, mm, now don't, that don't mean divorce them. They don't mean they're a bad person. You hear me, Wendy? Okay. Just making sure you got that. Cause. But how many knows what I'm talking about? It just means you've seen something that needs dealt with. That don't, that don't mean, you know, Lord, help me not to make a mess of people's lives. <laughs> that don't mean get upset. See, I knew what you meant. You know, don't go arguing back with it because then they'll see what's in you. Just walk away, walk away, walk away, walk away. Come back, calm down. Just keep your... <laughs> Praise the Lord, I'm, I'm trying to fix this. <laughs> but so many times we make choices that we just, you know, at the time we just know it's God. Am I right? And then, come on, let's just be real. I ain't talking about your husband and wife you're sitting beside of. Let's get off that a minute. I'm just talking about how many times you've made a choice in life. And you just, man, you knew it was God because, you know, your heart seen the signs. You, your, your mind, you know, your eyes seen the signs. And it just, you know, I thought it was God. 
Come on, let's be. I just, I thought it was God. I, 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 I want, uh, my, my, my. I'm trying, Lord. I see so many people. And listen, I'm not talking about nobody in particular. Trust me, I'm really not. There's a whole audience. But I've seen so many people, Brother Howard, over the years, choose a church because they wanted that church. I've had numerous, I can't count, numerous people say, I know I need to be right here. And then two weeks later, they're gone. I've I've seen it so many times. And and I ain't talking about just this church. I've been in other churches, and and they'd say, I know I need to be, this is my church. I know God has put it on my heart. And then then you never, they're, they're not there. Because, you know, and, you know, they always come up, well, well, God sent me to another church, you know, trying to, you know, just a, and I'm not talking about nobody in particular, don't get, I'm really honestly not. And, and, and they, they, well, God sent me to another church. And you left and you didn't even talk to the pastor. God didn't send you. I promise you, if you left your church and did not talk to the pastor first, I promise you God didn't send you. Because God will not do stuff out of order. Boy, I feel all that in there. It's the truth. If it's God, you sit down and talk to the man of God and say, every time that brother David that I have left the church, even the ones I've been thrown out of, (laughs) I would talk to the pastor. Even when they in my face wanting to punch me. I still talk to him and told him that's why I'm leaving him right there. No, I'm just. <laughs> now it'd be easy to leave places and do certain things because I feel like it. It'd be easy. Do you know how many times I'd like to walk out of here and not come back? Did I shock y'all? I love you. Well, sometimes I, I'd like to go evangelize. Hey, can I just be real with you? I'd like to go to other countries and do some more work. There's times I'd like to just load up and go. But I can't do that because that ain't my calling I can't do that because God's told me to be here for such a time as this. I can't just leave because I feel like it. Oh, and trust me, I could, uh, uh, yes, Lord, I hear. I could, I, could, I could say, well, bless the Lord, I'll tell you what, that guy from Kenya, he's texted me and texted me and texted me. That's a sign from the Lord. That's a sign, that's the Lord wanting me to go. See y'all later, God bless you. But through prayer and fasting, Lord, say, no, don't go. And I'm like, I don't want to. You know, you want. You. 
on somebody. But Lord, I want it. I want to do it. Just because you want to do it don't mean it's a God thing. Just because you want to do it don't mean that's the time. Let me break it on down. Moses had the right heart to lead the people out. But at the wrong time, he killed a man to do it. He was the man for the job, but the timing was off. I'm sure I'm going to go out of the country because he said he'd give me the desires of my heart. But it's in his time, not my time. It's where he wants, not where I want. And if we could understand this concept to make our choices line up with his choices. Because he said, my ways are not your ways and my thoughts are not your thoughts. Let me break that on down. Your ways and your thoughts chose Matthias. My ways and my thoughts chose Saul. Turned into Paul. Your ways and my thoughts, amen, your ways and your thoughts, your, your, somebody help me here. Your thoughts are not my thoughts and my ways are not your ways. You chose King Saul, but I have chosen David. But if you will pray and you will fast and you will seek the face of God, your thoughts, your choices will line up with God's choices and then you'll walk in the ways that God has has you, you'll prosper in what God has for you because then you're walking in purpose because we want it and we want it now. Bless the Lord. I feel like the Lord's leading me over here to do this and it's you and your desire. I'm talking to some stuff in here. I can feel it. We must change the way we make our choices. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. <laughs> you ain't got to raise your hand. When was the... Okay, yes, let me raise your hand on this point. Okay, got it. How many of you has ever made a decision that you it would change your life, good or bad, if you made the wrong or right one? I mean, just what I'm saying is, how many of you has had a... Life-changing decision. Okay, let me ask you this. Every hand in the building went up. How many of you fasted and prayed for a week before you... <laughs> Come on, somebody. Okay. How many of you, let me break it on down a little bit more for you. How many, let me, let me just give a life experience. Can I do that? When the Lord spoke to me to go to, go to uh, South Africa the first time, I, I, I thought I was going to Pakistan because a man from Pakistan who I was talking to. And I thought I was going to Pakistan because I was praying. I was praying dig- diligently. God send me somewhere and use me. You know, I'm thinking Charleston Logan, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm thinking just, you know. And my computer lights up, and it's a guy from Pakistan, and that's before I was ever connected to anybody out of the country. You know, I looked down, I wasn't online. So I thought, maybe I better answer that. (laughs) 
I mean, I was praying when it happened. So I clicked on it. I started talking to that man. Can I just testify for a minute? I started talking to that man. And then he calls me. I couldn't understand him. He was, you know. I, I'm not making fun, but I couldn't understand him. And I apologized for not being able to understand his English. And I said, have you ever had somebody from America come to your church? Because I want to know this guy's real. Even though it lit up and I wasn't on mine. I still wanted God's approval. Come on, somebody. Now, that had been really easy to say, God, that's got to be you. I'm going to Pakistan. Bless the Lord. Right? Oh, God, I never see. That's good stuff. All right. It'd been real easy to say, okay, I'm on my way to Pakistan, huh? Been real easy to say, okay, I'm going to Pakistan. That was definitely God. I wasn't even online. My computer lit up. I don't care what everybody thinks. It's the truth. And my computer lit up. And I talked to this man. He calls me. I can't understand him. And then he connects me to a man named my Pastor Lucas out in Virginia. Some of y'all's met him. And he gave me his number and his Facebook. I connected with him on Facebook. And, and I was going to just talk to him on Facebook. But I'm the type of guy, I want to meet you. I ain't going to get into why. But I want to meet you. I want to see you right eye. So I called. I, I, I texted him on Facebook. And I asked Pastor Lucas if I could come to Virginia. Four and a half hour drive to talk to him. Have breakfast. Four and a half hour drive. Go eat. No, I was hungry for what God wanted. I was hungry for what God wanted. Did you hear me? Amen. So I drove out there, and as soon as I met the man, I knew he was real. As soon as I met the man in Virginia, I knew that this man was real, that he had a heart for God. We sit down, and we ate breakfast, and he said, he said something of this nature. I don't know whether it's word for word, but he said, now listen, right off the bat, right off the bat. I mean, we ordered coffee. We hadn't even had our coffee poured. He said, right off the bat, he said, I don't get nobody come to my church. I don't get nobody come to uh, out of the country with me. And I just want you to know that right up front. And I said, I appreciate your honesty. I said, and I'm not here to come to your church, and I'm not here to come out of the country. I'm here to talk about a man, and I can't remember his name, from Pakistan. I probably couldn't pronounce it if I did remember it. And, and so we sit down, and he showed me pictures. He brought every, all the information with me, and it was real. Devastating what he'd show me. And I'm thinking, oh my God, that's where you want me to go? I'm still thinking Pakistan. You know what I'm saying? So I go back to the hotel because I didn't want to drive back. I go back to the hotel. Amen. And we talk for a couple hours, and he goes home, and, and, and I'm in the hotel, and he calls me about an hour later after he prayed. He said, brother, he said, can we meet in the morning for breakfast before you leave? I said, sure. And then I thought, oh, God, what's going on? Something's happening. Something's, you know what I'm saying? Something's happening. I prayed and I prayed and I prayed and I prayed. I was up all night just about it praying. And God never talked to me. And I thought, boy, I don't like that. I want to know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? And that's and, and, and unusual for me. You just got to understand. When I pray... I talked to him, and I, and, I, and I prayed, and I got up early the next morning. I slept like two hours. I, 
I could have drove home. I didn't get no rest. You know what I'm saying? And I got up early and I and I prayed and I prayed and I prayed for about two and a half, three hours. Amen. Again, asking God for guidance. So I, I don't mind doing anything for God as long as I know what's going on. I don't like surprises. <laughs> this is the truth. You don't. Not that type of surprise. And and I'm getting ready and and, uh, and uh, we're getting ready to eat at the Cracker Barrel right. Can is this all right? I'm getting ready to eat at the Cracker Barrel right across the street. Been praying for hours the night before, hours that morning. And when I got a hold of the door handle, the Lord spoke to my spirit just like I'm speaking to you. He said, he's going to ask you to go to Africa. You say yes. Africa? Where did that come from? I mean, you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking I'm losing my mind. But it was as clear as I'm talking to you. I knew it was God. I'm like, what happened to Pakistan? You know what I'm saying? What happened? Uh, and we go over, and mind you, this man, I hope he's watching, it's the truth. Now, I, I mind you, this man, he the, the day before said, I don't get nobody come to my church. I don't get nobody go out of the country with me. That's it. And we sit down, and we order coffee. Again, before the coffee's poured, he looks at me and said, can I ask you a question? I said, yeah, sure. He said, will you go to Africa with me? We didn't talk about Africa the day before. We talked about Pakistan. He said, the Lord told me to ask you to go to Africa with me. And the Lord said, he's going to ask you to go to Africa with him. Say yes. I didn't want to say yes. But that's what I said. I said, yes. You know why the Lord said, say yes? Because he knew I would have said, I'm going to pray about it. So the Lord already gave me the answer. Why? Because I'd already prayed for hours. That's what I'm talking about. Have you ever had that experience? I'm just being real. When it comes to a life changing decision that's the experience you need you need to know 100% this is god can i can i is that all right now see i could have went to pakistan because it looked good well not really <laughs> but it looked like god and I could have went to Pakistan, come to find out there was two airports in Pakistan, one you die when you get off of if you're American. And the other, the safe one, you got a guy with a machine gun that you've ordered, that you've, that you've paid for to stand there at the foot when you get off the airplane so they don't kill you. You get guards. You pay for guards to be there when you get off. That's the safe one. Come on, somebody. Now, I could have went past him and maybe died. Thinking it was God. Come on, somebody. Sometimes we find ourselves in a mess because of the choices we've made because we have not sought God diligently like Cam was talking about this morning. Hello? Am I talking to anybody? Am I making any sense? So I want you to understand that you must... 
learn. Now, now sometimes we find ourselves in a mess already, and it's, you're like, God, how do I get out of this? Maybe, maybe you need to be praying about that. I don't know, but, and sometimes we find ourselves putting ourselves in a situation because of a, a choice that we made that we thought was God, and I don't believe anybody does it intentionally. You know what I'm saying? I don't think anybody just flat out just, well, bless the Lord, no, I ain't doing that, God. <laughs> I hope not anyhow. Uh, but I do believe that there's times that deep down God is speaking to us, but we still override the Spirit of God and do what we want to do. Come on, can we be real? So tonight I just want to ask you, before you make any decisions that will change your life, and I promise you, your decisions will determine your destiny. I promise you, everything in life that we make choices about will change and mold us into either good or bad. It'll change and mold us either into the purpose that God has for us or away from the purpose that God has for us. I promise you. I promise you. Y'all, y'all remember the message, uh, your, your decision will determine your destiny. I promise you, your decision will term- determine your destiny. So I'm going to ask Chris to get in a song.